AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. As much as I love bleed and fight for the West, I'm also not delusional. The center of gravity for hip-hop culture as a whole, but specifically hip-hop, as we know, it was in New York. It was first there, center of fashion, style. It was in New York. Then enter a tall, slender young man who got the cosign of a lifetime by one of the original West Coast artists. This tall, slender young man was named Calvin Broadus, a.k.a. Snoop Doggy Dog. And it was the beginning of the epicenter of culture moving west. And there was some glory times, some glory days when all taste making, all direction, all sound, aesthetic, style, everything. Finally, we had our day in the sun and it lasted. It lasted for a while. From Snoop. All the death row stuff and Daz and Corrupt and Dub C in the Mad Circle, West Side Connection. We became the center. And if you wanted to be an artist, you had to come mess with the West. Then a beef came as to be like, who gets to be the center of culture? And that was the Biggie and Tupac thing between death row and bad boy. It was it was all happening on the coast, East Coast versus West Coast. But little did we know that the most important, pivotal Hip Hop Awards, Source Awards event. On the famous event where Suge Knight stood on the stage and said, 
If you want to come to a label where you ain't got your executive dancing all up in the videos, come to death row. The famous event during that hip hop awards where Snoop and Dre and, and Biggie and Pac and man, one of the most pivotal moments in 1990s. I think it was 96, might have been 95. I think it was 96. That year, who won Artist of the Year was Outkast. While everything was happening on the coast, it turned out gravity was shifting. And the line from my personal top five artists, Andre 3000, you could quote me, this is hard for me coming out of my mouth as a, somebody that bleeds California. My top five artists, he said, let me say here like this here. You know, the South got something to say. And I would say from that moment on, everything changed. ATL, shawty. Hood politics, y'all. ATL, Hey, listen, I believe there's a documentary about it where they interview Ludacris, Killer Mike, and a bunch of different people from the South that was like, oh, that was their Claritin call because they weren't respected as far as being tastemakers and culture makers. Now, I know now this seems like the most foolish thing to say. But the center of gravity had to change. It wasn't always the way it is. Oh, now we know, like, you have to sound like the South. You the drill music, snap your fingers. And I, what I want to do is kind of for a second here, track, uh, track that. Because the South had been collectively building steam, whether it was Scarface, Ghetto Boys, like the Clash Money Fools, and, you know, what was happening in New Orleans, you know, with, with, with this young shooter prodigy of an artist named Lil Wayne, who was rapping everybody under the table at the time, you have to remember there was a man named Jermaine Dupree who put out, y'all make they think this is corny, but put out a group called Crisscross. And gravity was shifting. Outcast was making some of the greatest music in the world with Southern playlisted Cadillac music and the AT Aliens. All the tall tees and the and the and the white Air Force Ones, that's the South. Wearing throwback jerseys, that was the South. It was Atlanta. Atlanta brought in Ludacris and the style of dress, the center of sports with Mike Vick. You know, and, and it's not like they hadn't had people like Dominique Wilkins at the, uh, you know, for the Atlanta Hawks and Spud Webb, you know, and, and uh, there was always stuff going down there. But the Atlanta Falcons and Mike Vick brought in a certain type of cool, you know, of course, his name burnt with all the like, you know, the dog <laughs> fights and stuff, which he has made penance for, which is pretty cool to see how he's made penance. But it became the center. Gravity moved to the South. And after that, after the South got a hold of it, whether it started with Jermaine Dupree, all the way down to Ursher Baby, to Ludacris, to Little John, to the Yin Yang Twins, right? 
to Future to Two Chains, everybody, and even now, you listen to New York rap. They sound like the South. When you listen to some of the the biggest Kendrick songs, the biggest West Coast songs, and of course, West Coast is having a renaissance right now. But the center of culture has been Atlanta. And if you don't understand that, you being delusional or you just love your area, which, of course, you should love your area. All G-Unit had a moment, but Young Buck from Nashville. And while G-Unit was having his moment, guess what? They was building down south. While all that was happening, Wayne was dropping all these Carter mixtapes. The south became long, hard fought. The center of gravity for culture, for hip hop culture. And I'm going to make an argument that as of now, because of the shifting in demographics, because Hollywood went to Atlanta too, it was too expensive to shoot movies in LA. It's too expensive to shoot in New York. Tyler Perry, y'all, you know, you could crack jokes about Madea, but he brought entertainment industry To the South. Atlanta. Atlanta became a place where black people could be affluent. It would like it did the the everything shifted. Whether it was real estate, music, sports, television, movies, it moved to Atlanta. Look, if you was in New York, a lot, a lot of people, they look, they, they either moved to Florida, they moved to Miami, or they moved to Atlanta because New York's too expensive. When you was making music, you had to have that, you had to have that triples. Migos, they, you got to understand the sound changed. They changed everything. The South changed everything. And at least in the world that we live in now. But with that became not just metaphorical, but actual demographic shifts. The Atlantic Metropolitan swelled and swooped up all these other counties. Now out all the way out in Gwinnett, which you may not know unless you down there, Gwinnett, that's Latino. The South even got Mexicans now. <laughs> Shout out my boy, uh, my boy RG, you know what I'm saying? Listen, our dress, our clothes, our style, like the industry, it moved to the South. And because it moved, so did the demographics. Atlanta became the place to watch, to understand where culture is going, to understand the changes in demographics. And it's happening in politics. Atlanta's the epicenter. Let me give you some examples as to why. Let's go. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. 
Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. So first of all, you have to go all the way back to like the 2020 elections, which brought somebody like Stacey Abrams to um, the forefront, right? You know, on a national circuit. Again, just like in hip hop, there were people that were already popping in a local area that the rest of the world didn't know who were popping big and then took on the national scene. The the Bay Area is a perfect example of that. Like, you know, by the time the rest of the world knew who E-40 was, he was already platinum out the trunk. Like the, the Bay already knew him, you know. So you take somebody like a Stacey Abrams or specifically Atlanta. I think Atlanta is so special like that. Like their own ecosystem. You could already be a star just in Atlanta before the rest of the world knows. But now the world knows. I can say Senator Warnock, you know what I'm talking about. I could say Governor Kemp, you know what I'm talking about. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all shouldn't know these names, but we do now. Now, Atlanta, uh, as somebody that tours and somebody who has plenty of friends in, in the greater metro Atlanta area, Atlanta historically, although progressive, progressive for the South, this is like, you you're still in Georgia like I need y'all to remember that you know that that the fact that we even talking about this is proof of what I'm saying because this is Georgia you, you understand what I'm saying 
And most people who are from Atlanta, and if you travel through Atlanta, you understand once you leave Atlanta, now you in Georgia. It's where it usually feels. It's like, oh yeah, this this ain't the South until you leave there, till you leave Atlanta Metro. And what Atlanta Metro has done, it keeps spreading because of again tech jobs and stuff like that. So what 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 was once rural Cobb County that's like you know white Republican is now affluent Black Democrat because the city just keeps growing. And when it keeps growing, that means the voter profile is going to change. The story was, you know, back in 2020, like, are we really talking about Georgia being a swing state? Like, how did we get here? Well, it took a while, but here's some numbers. You know, Cobb County, uh, in 2012, they voted 42.8% Democrat. And in 2020, 56.3%. Gwinnett County, like I said before, 44 percent Democrat in 2012 and in 2020, 58 percent. That's a 14 percent change. I'm trying to tell you, Atlanta is different now. Oh, y'all different. And I think that these demographic changes is something really to watch if you really want to understand how to understand the map right now. As a matter of fact, what 2022 has taught us is throw away the map. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, we're just, we're off the grid now. Like there's no, I, there's, nobody knows. None of the matrix we would have used before matter anymore. Gravity has shifted. So let's look at the governor race right now. It's, it's Brian Kemp versus Stacey Abrams. Now this is a rematch and I don't know if y'all remember this. We was talking about like runoffs and such like that. Like this was a big deal. Remember four years ago, this was a big old thing. Like how close this race was. And if any prediction had Atlanta not become what it became, you would think that this would be Atlanta. You talking about a black woman running for now? Granted, we knew that like we already called, you know, Atlanta like black Hollywood. But it's like that's just Atlanta. We talking about the governor of Georgia, like the whole state. Again, when you leave Atlanta, you in Georgia. That is the understanding. But Kip Burley won, like just Burley won. And that's like, that's nobody. Look, this fool burly won by maybe 55,000 votes. And you, and like when you, uh, when you talk about millions and millions of people, 55,000, like that's, listen, it's nothing. He burly won. And if you don't know Georgia politics, which most of us don't, is like if the, you have to win, you know, 51% for it to be, uh, you know, said and done, right? If not, then you got to trigger a runoff. And that's what we saw happen. Y'all, if you have this flashback to y'all, we saw this runoff between them two, right? And it was like this, how in the world, not only is it a Democrat, but it's a black person. And not only is it a Democrat black person, it's a black woman. Really got this really really ran up on this dude like this like this should this atl shawty things is a changing 
Right. And and this race really put her into the national spotlight. Now, it's the same Kemp, you know, uh, when you going back to like election fraud and the dude he had to call that was like supposed to be finding votes about this, this and this. Like now what Kemp did is, again, this is what I mean. This is the new playbook for the Republicans is. You don't poke the bear. Because what's crazy is. Out there in Atlanta, if you like like talking to the people, listening to the people that's like on the ground reporting out there, people ain't really they not really talk about Trump like they used to. Of course, he's there. If you're a Republican, the play is this. You don't like. You don't outright be like, that's my dog, unless you Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know what I'm saying? But you don't outright be like, yo, that's my dog. Like I run with him. You just kind of like. You just don't talk about him. It's like I'll neither confirm or deny, you know what I'm saying, whether I run with him or not, because we're not entirely sure how much of an asset this man is. That is a change, bro. Like, that's not they different. Atlanta different, y'all. And that's something to watch because it's like, wait a minute, we you you're supposed to think that a Trump back dude, like he's supposed to be batting a thousand these days. That that's the Teflon man, you know what I'm saying? And 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 what Atlanta is showing us is like, oh well, no, I don't know, I don't know about that there, Jake. It's like this race is interesting. It's not what it used to be. Stacey Abrams has a chance. Like that shouldn't which. We shouldn't even be talking about this. Things are changing. And the other race we're watching down there, which again, this is what's so interesting. Like, this is how we know it's the center of the universe because we shouldn't care about no Senate seat. But this Senate seat would give the Republicans the majority they're looking for. So it's a lot like, look at like, that's what I'm saying. The Senate, like, there's a lot riding on. If you're a Republican, it's a lot riding on this race and you would think that oh it would be a shoe-in however <laughs> the republican they running <laughs> is herschel motherfucking walters walter walker and why this is so funny to me and even mitch mcconnell admitted it he's like yo we having a candidate quality problem it, like I, <sighs> Herschel Walker let me before I before I throw too much in here but Herschel Walker is uh you know NFL legend Georgia Tech legend right but he lived in Texas for most of his time but um kind of got recruited back to come to Georgia to possibly run for this seat from President Trump. So so he's a, he's a Trump guy. Like he's really a Trump guy. Now, the thing about him is his insistence on the right wing sort of talking points. The only problem is the man can't talk. Oh lord. Oh lord. And then secondly, this is actually a really interesting point here because it's a question it's a question about black people because he's running against Senator Warnock who one would think would be a shoe in. You know why? Because he's the pastor of MLK's church, like of of the church that Martin Luther King. You, so I'm like, yo, ATL different. So there's something going on here. What like this is what I mean by it's a black people. Because you got two black people running. 
you know, and when you take these black people that are Southern, sometimes that Southern conservatism, even when you black, you, you know, the, the manners and the, and the, you know, the yes ma'ams and the no ma'ams, you know what I'm saying? Like they not, this ain't no coast. You feel me? They not, <laughs> these Southern folks, like, again, I'm saying this is, look it, I'm saying ATL different y'all. When you in the South, you would think that they don't play all that pronoun. You know what I'm saying? Like they not into the, they not into the in-betweens unless you in Atlanta. But we talking about a whole senator seat like this is different. But I think the, the, the first question is like, why in the world? When you look at somebody like Herschel Walker, who flashed that toy, uh, <laughs> that toy. I can't even get it out. Badge that that sheriff's badge, right? My my homie sent me this clip that he saw on TikTok of this influencer that kind of put together how some of the black community feels about a Herschel Walker and why the Republicans. Now, listen, this is just my hood antennas. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. I'm bringing the message. Okay. Why him? Cause like, I feel like he would be, if I'm, if I'm trying to like, you telling me like as much as, as much as is riding on this man winning, like, is this your King? Like they running Mehmet Oz up in Philly. Like, are you serious? The Dr. Oz? Yeah. But anyway, Herschel Walker is, according to this. Matter of fact, let me get this dude's name so y'all don't get mad at me. So Leslie Jones posted this from this brother named uh, Thomas the Villain. Um, and his argument is Herschel Walker is exactly what these people think of us. He's the perfect representation of every stereotype of a black man. He's an absentee father. He sound illiterate. He's incredibly athletic. He'll listen to whatever his master tell him. He's abusive and violent. He's every, he's all the stereotypes. He ain't like somebody like Huey Newton, like a Fred Hampton. You know what I'm saying? Like, we not dancing for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we not shucking and jiving. I'm not tap dancing for you. I ain't playing. I'm not, I'm not safe. I'm dangerous. I stay dangerous. I don't stay safe. They don't like, they don't like black men like that in power. You know what I mean? Now, the greatest take comes from the good brothers on the 85 South podcast. When he was like, <laughs> that nigga played football when the helmets was soft. <laughs> Not listening to this nigga. <laughs> he just, they just like, this understanding is like, that nigga brain is scrambled. This is CTE. Like, bruh, why would I listen to you? Like, <laughs> now I'm just, listen. That's just funny. He was like, you know, when you could take your helmet off and fold it and put it in your pocket, that's when he played football. <laughs> Come on, y'all, that's funny. Now, now you take somebody like Raphael Warnock, big dog. You, you a direct descendant of Dr. King in spirit. Like I, you run his, like you, you thinking, okay, well, we in the South. This is a pastor. Oh, but this pastor don't play nice. You could still tap into them Southern tendencies of being like, oh, well, you know, that's just that's social justice gospel. Right. 
You got somebody like Herschel Walker who say, well, I'm a Christian too, you know, but he a Christian like, like, like they Christians that believe that like, like, you know, that God chose America. You, you feel me with the special little, especially he'll dance for you. You, you know what I'm saying? Now, that, now this, this, this the argument. Now, the question is, will it work? Let me talk to y'all about split tickets. Up next. ATL show, ATL AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Now listen, if you followed politics in the last 10 years, you understand like once you pick your R or your D, you just voted down the ticket because you just like, look, I may not like this dude, but I ain't voting for no Democrat. You know what I'm saying? But when you polled in, in Atlanta, they polled when you they I mean, if you trust the polls, whatever you're going to say, like, but when you poll them, uh, it's polling where of the Republicans Kemp got a good 93% of Republican vote. Herschel got about 82, 82% of Republican vote. That's, listen, that's, in, in politics, that's big. That means that people, Republicans, are either going to skip your race 
and just be like, I don't like, I can't get myself, what they're saying is, I can't get myself to vote for Warnock because he's a Democrat. But I don't think I could vote for Herschel Walker. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I could vote for Herschel Walker. Now, the last time we saw this was when Mitt Romney was running. Like you just, you, when you, you, you skip that. Cause it's like, I just can't get myself to say, yeah, listen, throw away the maps, y'all. Atlanta look crazy. Because Atlanta is showing us that like, oh, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. People just don't vote all the way R down or D down. If you got a whack ass candidate, it's possible. You got to show and prove. You can't just say just because like, you know, what I'm saying that your governor is Republican. That means that you're going to get your Republican said, I don't mean it. It's It's tricky. It's not. It's not that like ATL different, y'all. And it's continuing to be different. Listen, it wasn't, you didn't have big stars and hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars being dumped into an Atlanta Senate race. That ain't what they used to. It's like now they Atlanta didn't, they didn't say, didn't de-seated Florida. You understand what I'm saying? Like Florida, Ohio used to be like the center of like, nah, it's ATL, shawty. People coming down there. Why? Because so much is riding on this. Stacey Abrams became the face of fighting voter suppression. That's that's a national. Good God. That's that's like, look, we different down these these black people different down here. And. uh Herschel Walker might possibly be the 51st senator for the Republic. You you might actually like you you think about this. I am a Laker fan. As you know, and right now it pains me to say it, but we got to let go of Russell Westbrook. The, The brother guy, I like he is my he from the city. I respect his gangster, what he did for when Nipsey passed. Like, he's funny, he's talented, I, 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 and he will go down in the annals of history as a Hall of Famer. But that being said, he got the yips. Do not put the ball in this man's hand at the end of this game. We got to trade him. He, he got to go. I can't imagine. Put the ball in LeBron's hand. I When the game's on the line, he just did this recently. The game was on the line. This fool pulled up for a jumper. He's 0 for 11. Nigga, why are you shooting? Like, I was furious. Nigga, the ball's not falling for you, fam. Now, I'm not saying <laughs> Russell Westbrook is... Herschel Walker, I'm just saying, I don't know if this who I want to have the ball. I don't want to put the whole game on his shoulder right now. He not the strongest candidate at this moment. That's where they are. See, because split tickets, again, let me, let me, I can't stress this enough. Split tickets tells you a lot about where our country's going. And it also says that, listen, I love you, but you're not putting up numbers. That's what it says. I love you, but you ain't putting up numbers. 
the times are a changing. And what's going what's happening in Atlanta gonna tell us a lot about what's going on for 2024 and what the rest of the country is doing. We ain't like we ain't seen those. They don't split tickets. It hasn't been since 2012. Like that's not been a thing we talk about. You got to put up some champions. If you're not going to throw up some champions, this is what it shows us. If you're not putting up champions, you can't just trust just because you got that initial behind your name. It's not that I'll vote for the other team. I just won't vote for you. Is what happens. Fools will skip it. I abstain. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying we out of our uh, our silos here, but I am saying, oh, you can't just you can't just assume. You gotta give us, you gotta give me something to work with here. That's not and look, ATL, y'all. Things is changing. Like and I and I'm I'm saying this in the opposite. Stacey Abrams shouldn't she shouldn't have a shot, but she there. This race is so close. It was so close last time. And on the other side, Herschel Walker shouldn't have a shot. You shouldn't have a but things is changing. But thanks look, things is changing. So we'll see. We'll see how Trump backed candidates do. And what I'm saying is. At least in Atlanta or in Georgia, his name really don't matter that much. Listen to anybody out there, anybody reporting out there, his name don't matter that much. That's, wow. Okay. You don't poke the bear. You don't diss him. But you also don't need to bring him up. You know what you talk about now if you're a Republican? Oh, you talk about crime. We're back to normal. You talk about crime. You talk about, you talk about, coming out of the pandemic early that you didn't, you wasn't wearing no mask. You talk about the woke police. That's what you talk about. If you, if you, you're a Democrat. Oh, you talk about abortion. You talk about reproduction rights. You talk about justice and equity. You, you know, we're not even, we're not even talking about him. We'll see though. If Trump's candidates like do well, we'll know what 2024 going to look like. If it's good candidates do terrible, we'll know what 2024 looks like. Or if he's just inconsequential, where it's all over the map, like some some he wins, some of his candidates win, some of his candidates lose. That also tells us what's going on in the future. What does that have to do with us? Here's my last point. Is it doesn't have to be a foregone conclusion that your party can count on your vote. It don't have to be like that. You know, you can, it's okay if you don't rock with a dude. It don't mean you got to rock with the other guy. It just means you don't rock with that one. They need to know that. And lastly is an X factor that I need to throw in here 
in relation to Atlanta politics. And his name is Killer Mike. Listen, Killer Mike's a new version. That's not something people have calculated for. Now, let me make this case as to why Killer Mike is so important. Hip hop, you have to remember, is maybe 50 years old. It's it's still a young genre in relation to a lot of other big cultural movements. We don't have a lot of like Bonos, if you will. People who have transcended, people who have became presidents. Uh, but Jay-Z's our Bono. Like he's, there's one who's hit a level of stratosphere. We have people that gone into entertainment, obviously, with like a Ice-T, a Will Smith, the Ice Cube, who have transitioned out of just rapping and hip hop into being mainstays in dominant culture. And they have somebody like Kanye, you know, who we already talked about Kanye. But we don't have no politicians. Except for Killer Mike. Killer Mike is a grassroots organizer and is really not one to mess with. He's brilliant. He's nonpartisan. He will meet with whoever he needs to meet with. Think about Matter of fact, there was this there was this article in the Huff Post about him being more dangerous than Kanye because his presence and his word gives legitimacy to somebody to a to a to a uh, candidate, right? Him meeting with Governor Kemp, uh, the article was was critiquing that by being like, "Bro, why would you meet with this man knowing full well, like verifiably, he suppressed black votes and." The first thing I thought of was Dr. King meeting with Lyndon B. Johnson. I was like, I'm going here to, I'm here in the same way Issa Rae's here. I'm here for everybody black. You have to, somebody like Killer Mike is like, listen, this is transactional. I'm here for black flourishing. That's the type of man that was like, Move your money away from those banks, put them into black banks. He was like, buy black grocery stores, support black businesses and vote people out. If you remember, he got on stage on camera during the George Floyd uprising and was like, vote these people out of here. It's time to strategize and organize. But the critique was like, why would you even meet with somebody like Herschel Walker? Why would you even give this person legitimacy? Which to me is an understanding really of how much power grassroots organizing has. Because Killer Mike could sway a vote. He a street dude. He's a rapper. But he has actual political pull. The ability to even get a meeting with the governor shows ATL different y'all even they rappers organize it's it's a new day everyone and how you let them know <laughs> well you gotta vote fam little politics Yeah, this here thing was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. 
This mug was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by Matt Osowski. I can totally say his name, guys. It was it was a shtick. He's going by Matt now again because he got into some legal situations with the name Headlights. Y'all know Common used to be called Common Sense. Y'all know Tip. T.I. was Tip. Sometimes it happens. Executive produced by the one and only Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media and the theme music by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. So y'all just remember, listen, every time you check in, if you understand city living, you understand politics. See y'all next week. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.